Welcome to another episode of The Brand Called You, a podcast and podcast show that brings you leadership lessons, knowledge, experience, and wisdom from thousands of successful individuals from around the world. I am your host, Ashutosh Garg, and today I'm delighted and privileged to welcome a very, very healthy 79-year-old in her own words, who, and we will talk about wellness, Maria Jackson from Las Vegas, Nevada, USA. Maria, welcome to the show. Thank you. It's my pleasure to be here, and thanks Thank for inviting me. Thank you. Uh, Maria is a healthy anti-aging warrior coach, and as I just mentioned, she doesn't look it at all, but she says she is 79 years old, and we'll take her word for it. She looks much younger. So, Maria, let's talk Definitely about... Definitely 79. <laughs> okay, if you say so. But, uh, Maria, tell me, uh, you know, you say that I help people age backwards by helping them to live pain-free and drug-free for life by training them to use safe, efficient movement. Tell me a little bit about your journey and what got you interested in this space? I think I've been interested in this space for maybe 40 years. Mm -hmm. I say this because in our I've, I've been a late bloomer, and I became a professional. I began to realize that I would have an abrupt end to my career if I didn't learn how to move correctly. Mm -hmm. So because um, dancers are a community of not all very competitive, but helpful people, mm -hmm. the training always includes proper alignment. Mm -hmm. So that was my first introduction to um, what happens if you don't move correctly? Mm -hmm. So that started it, and it never really got completely refined until I went to college. Uh, uh, and I went to college and graduated at age 52. So reason I mentioned this is a dance degree. That was the only way I was, I was getting divorced and money was drying up faster. And I had two boys I was raising at the time. They were teenagers. So mm -hmm. uh, I had to get a real job. So I get a real job, but then I decided to go to college and that mm -hmm. kept me going. But I entered a classroom of people that were 18 years old mm -hmm. and I was like 42. Mm -hmm. so so, but I realized that I was able to move and and complete movement phrases better than they did. Mm -hmm. I was trained in ways that they hadn't experienced yet. Wow. So I realized that's when I realized age is a number. Hmm. Age is a number because if you stop moving and if you stop acting, if you stop lifting as though you can move which probably a lot of people at 42, they've made a lot of changes. Right. I didn't make those changes. Mm. So that's what it is. That's when I learned it all. Mm. And then I became, you know, like raised my children vegetarian, which was not common at the time. Mm. Uh, and I believe in, I believe that there is no reason for the type of aging that we see. Hmm. People, people with walkers, people with wheelchairs, people hmm. ill in ways that are, it's terrible because hmm. they took care of my mother until she passed. 
My mother was 98 when she wow. died, but mm. for many years, she was not well. Mm. And I, you know, and I realized all this and, you know, this is where it is. This was my, became my passion because mm. I started realizing that there were a lot of people who were not connecting the dots. Mm. Maria, you just mentioned uh, that you raised your children vegetarian. Yes. How important is being a vegetarian to good health? Uh, I believe that there are, I, I believe that early on, this is, this has been my experience. I was reg mm -hmm. vegetarian for 25 years. Okay. I'm not vegetarian now. I'm on the ketogenic lifestyle, but it's still a low animal protein. Mm -hmm. It's not, it's not eating tons of protein. That's the crazy, mm -hmm. uh, if you if you think about a, a a ketogenic plate, half the plate is vegetables, mm. whether they're cooked or not. Then one part of the plate, or or the other half of the plate, can be animal protein or plant protein. Mm. So it's not like uh, people think that there's all this meat involved. It's really not. Mm. So I, that was an easy transition for me, and I mm. think it's uh it's very healthy. Okay. But I do think vegetarianism, which still combines dairy, butter, eggs, it still combines some animal protein because I think vegan is extreme. Hmm. I don't know how you feel about that. No, no, I, I agree. I mean, I've been a vegetarian all my life. So, of course, uh, I just thought I'd check, though my family isn't, but I have. But, you know, Maria, moving on, you also say that you have not had a cold since 2006, 16 years. How it's have true. you managed this? Well, I think I graduated from massage school in 2006. Mm -hmm. And while I was in school, honestly, um, I was eating out a lot because I was working full time and going to school. Mm. I was eating out a lot. I was eating a lot of junk. I gained a lot of weight. I, in fact, I'm a small person. I'm only mm. like five four, mm. and I was weighing almost three hundred pounds. Mm -hmm. It was horrible. Mm. But once I got out of school, because I had been a, a vegetarian for all those years, and because I had been health conscious, I started going back mm. to those practices that I knew, mm. and I cut out the eating out. I started taking supplements no not a lot but i started mm. real doing more and more research to what is currently available mm. uh and i think supplements today you can get a lot of supplements which i firmly believe should really be dehydrated foods mm. not uh synthetic vitamins because mm -hmm. there's tons of that out there correct so i i um lean to real food Hmm. real food food is medicine and i stuck with that and i think hmm. that's how i ended up never getting sick amazing amazing my next question to you maria is that do men and women handle aging differently yes i'd love to get your perspective i think women are more willing to change mm -hmm. i think they're more flexible correct I have, uh, yeah, they're open. They're more open. Uh, I think men, uh, they are, you know, 
they like to be strong mm. and they like to be right. I have uh, I have male clients and I have to I have to handle them differently. There's only so much I can tell them. Mm. I tell them things. I tell them things gently and I give them a chance to accept it. It's mm. just that we're different species. We Correct. just really are. That's true. That's Do you true. think we're different species? This my well, question for you. Well, certainly our 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 uh, we are wired differently. Um, but you know, uh, I think both men and women, if you uh, tell them things with reason, uh, the mind is the same. So I think people tend to appreciate it. But let me move to the next question for you. Uh, the world is aging. We are all getting older. And yet here you are as an anti-aging guru. What, what, <laughs> are some of your, what are some of your solutions to combat aging? I think one of the biggest issues today, especially, is stress. Hmm. Uh, in America, and I'm not sure what happens in India, I think you hmm. in India have more fun than we do. Mm -hmm. so, uh, stress is so bad that many of the people I follow say that 90% uh, of illness is because of stress. Okay. Because what happens, this is a very interesting topic for me mm. because uh, stress does a thing. You know what cortisol is, right? Mm. It, is the, it is the stress hormone. Mm. Now, a lot of people don't know this, but when they do an organ transplant, mm -hmm. they inject the patient with cortisol. Mm -hmm. And why mm -hmm. do you think? Because it shuts down the immune system. Okay. So now, if we are in flight or fight response, mm. where does the blood go? Mm. The blood goes to the extremities, mm. the arms and legs to run. And it removes the, the blood from mm. the vital organs. Mm. Now, the vital organs are where our immune system lives. Mm. So now what happens with all this stress, we become open to all kinds of illnesses. Mm -hmm. And they can be, as I have no doubt that it can be as serious as cancer. Mm -hmm. It can be uh, minor, you know, chronic junk like mm -hmm. colds and flus and things like that because we can't fight it off. Right. So the, so the minute we get sick, what do we have to say? My immune system screwed up. Mm -hmm. So as long as I'm not getting sick, I'm thinking that my immune system is okay. Hmm. So, wait, so what, does that make sense? Absolutely. Great response. Thank you. My next question is that, you know, it's often said as we are all getting older and older, our bodies are not designed for very long lives. And yet, you know, uh, here you are saying that your mother lived till she was 98 and people are now beginning to cross 100 years old. And I was reading an article where someone said the person who will live to 150 has probably been born. Yes, what, I agree. Hmm, I'd love to get your thoughts of what is the, what's going to happen if our minds remain active and our bodies don't. That happens all the time, doesn't it? That does. This happens all the time. So that's a horrible thing. Mm. For uh, But 
here's a, another thing. What if the body is active and the mind doesn't work? I know. That either, is... either, either path is terrible. So now, you know, there's so much talk about, I think people overcomplicate health. Hmm. I think they overcomplicate it. And I do believe hmm. that our cell life, according to Dr. Bruce Lipton, I don't know if you know who that is, but hmm. he's one of my favorites. Mm-hmm. He's one of my favorite people. And he believes that our cell life, he's a cell biologist, and he believes our cells live to 150. So mm-hmm. why are we dying? Mm. Because we have, we have, you know, we have abused ourselves. Correct. So, so what happens if we live to 150? Mm. I don't know. Do we have enough money mm. <laughs> to live that long? Have we planned for this? And what if everybody on the planet starts living to 150? Yep. I, so, you know, uh, it's food for thought. But the thing is, if you're 150, do you want to be a burden mm. to parent, to children? That's another question about that. But here's the thing. Mm. Do you know who Dr. Ellsworth is? My favorite person. Mm-hmm. Dr. Ellsworth Warham. Do you know who that is? No. Dr. Warham. Oh, he passed away at 104. Mm-hmm. But he wasn't a sick person. He had never been sick. Hmm. Now, Dr. Warham was an open heart surgeon. So if anybody wants to say that he lived a stress-free life, I don't think he did. He hmm. was pretty busy. Yeah. He had, he had performed over 12,000 surgeries hmm. and was still working at age 97. Hmm. Now, we're talking about a mind and a body intact. And this, if one person, now this man, I have to tell you something, he was a Seventh-day Adventist and never ate meat in his entire life. Mm -hmm. So that's a vegan. And I'm thinking to myself, you know, he was vegan. Mm -hmm. So I'm thinking to myself, wow, you know, he did it. (laughs) But he also credited the fact that he was spiritually conscious. Mm. He was a religious man and he believed that... um, God was looking out for him, and he didn't have to worry about the small stuff. Mm, very interesting. Uh, Maria, we also spoke a little bit about mental health. You know, uh, I'd love to get your thoughts on how does mental health in the elderly um, going to be, how will that be managed in the future? I mean, you're going you to dementia and, you know, and so many other kinds of problems. I think... So here's what I'm noticing, and I I have some clients who are uh, who are in their late 60s and early 70s, mm. and I'm seeing that their cognitive abilities are slowing down. Mm. But I'm not an expert in this area, so all yep. I can say mm. is that their diet is terrible. I agree. I agree. Their diet so, is terrible. Mm. They eat, especially here in America, how. There's a thing called the abuse of convenience. Mm. It is just terrible. Mm. Uh, everybody eats out. Everybody goes to the junk food places and, you know, they grab uh, a McDonald's. or. A, and I'm thinking, your body cannot survive on this. Your okay. brain cannot survive on this. Mm. And I believe a, a lot of it has to do with bad health practices. Correct. Well said. You agree? Absolutely. 
My next question is that since you focus so much on anti-aging, what are, in your opinion, are some of the stereotypes about aging that everyone seems to be talking about and how do we handle these? That is a, that's a real problem because I'll tell you why that, that is something that really, um, it kind of makes me crazy because mm -hmm. they label, you know, Oh, by age, uh, 60 you do this and by age 40 you do that and by mm. age 70 you do this mm. and I had a real problem because I had to I was trying to get some side work remotely I was trying to get some side work mm -hmm. so the minute you put I was born September 24th 1943 you will not get a job mm. and why is that because they think that because of that number, that I'm brain dead. Mm. Like, like some people are. Some mm. people have refused to adopt technology. Some okay. people have. Some people have not moved forward with mm. life. Some people are not working, and they're mm. not up to date on on the world. Yep. So I think the stereotype is terrible. Rather than looking at people as individuals hmm. you know i have a i have one a lady client that comes every once in a while and i wouldn't hire her uh, mm -hmm. to take me around the corner yeah because because yeah. she's just she's gone correct so very sad i think hmm. it's an individual choice yes. and, the, and the stereotyping does happen hmm. But tell me, does our perceptions about aging changing in America? I mean, uh, are people are willing to now uh, uh, give jobs to the older people as well, or are they still going to be just retired? No, they. I, I think, uh, frankly, just from my uh, personal experience recently, I don't think they're crazy about older people. Mm. I don't. I think they. They think we don't. I don't know what they think. You know, instead of looking at people as having lived enough to have acquired some knowledge mm. and experience, uh, they look at people as in they look at people in as in decline. Mm. You're in decline. You know, you're on your way out. We mm. don't need you anymore. It's mm. that that's a, especially in America. You know, mm. the the country that believes that youth. You know youth is forever mm. people acting like they're 20 years old when they're yeah. 50 mm. i don't know you're in india i don't think you have this problem there no we don't but it's the same thing in our country also the older people either have to take a, a step down role or they may not get a role at all and i actually have yeah. a book on retirement which was published a few years ago and but uh, that we'll discuss some other time. My next question to you, Maria, is that, you know, you were just telling me before we started recording about how you wanted to go to Dharmashala in India and then the pandemic impacted you. Uh, my question is, how has the pandemic impacted the older people in America? Oh, I think it was pretty, it, it, I think it was bad. Uh, it. I didn't let it, I mean, it impacted me financially for sure because I have the massage business and they mm. made me shut it. Mm. So it certainly hit me financially, but it didn't hit me physically. Mm. But I think a lot of older people panicked. Mm. Uh, they didn't trust themselves. So mm. they just, 
they panicked and they got scared and they started staying indoors and they started wearing masks and they started taking shots and they just uh, and and the and the other thing that happened if you were if uh, some of my friends had family members in nursing home mm. you could go in mm. to see your family mm. people ended up in hospitals you yeah. couldn't go in mm. this was a this was the horrible uh, result yeah for older people and I think we lost a lot of older people I, I don't have all the stats yeah but you're right you're right I have time for two more questions. My next question to you, Maria, is on technology. How mm-hmm. is technology supporting the the uh, the older people in America? I don't know. Okay. I think that I have some of my older clients. I had to force them to get a text from me to confirm their appointment. Oh, really? Okay. Well, if I had to... I tried to explain to them. I said, look, if I have to call you, you have to call me back mm. or you have to answer the phone. I said, mm. if I just text you, you can. it took me a long time. There was some there was one client, older mm. man. Mm. Uh, he was uh, in his 80s. He never would use a cell phone. Mm. So now we have a problem because he got I have I live in a gated community. Mm. So you have to, you know, you have to punch the code in. Yeah. So now I got really scared because the man has never missed an appointment and he mm. was never late. And I'm thinking, what the happened to him? I'm going to call him at home. So he finally gets in. He was like 20 minutes late and he got locked out, but he couldn't call me to tell me so that I could come there and let him in. Mm. Wow. So I agree. And my last resist- question to you. Resistance. I agree. Absolutely. And my last question to you, Maria, and this is for the many, many people who will listen to our conversation. As an anti-aging warrior, as someone who has spent so much time, you know, even just looking after your own health at, at, a, at a very, very healthy and young 79, what would you say are three lessons from your own life that you want our viewers and listeners to take away? I think, number one, people, young people mm-hmm. don't believe it's going to happen to them. Mm-hmm. And they don't, st- if the earlier you start mm-hmm. taking care of your diet yeah. and taking care of your movement patterns, yeah, don't neglect posture because yeah. that's where posture is everything. Yeah. It affects all areas of health. Yeah. So that's number one. Number two, watch that diet. Food is medicine. Don't eat junk food. Uh, vegetarianism or ketogenic diet. Don't do the mainstream mm. stuff. And have fun. Enjoy life. Forget about stress. Trust the universe to uh, to jump in and take care of us. It's going uh, to. We're not. We're not made of glass. You know. Yep. Oh, wonderful. And on that note, and your three wonderful lessons, which is don't neglect your posture, watch that diet, and have fun. Thank you, Maria, for speaking to me. Oh. Thank you for talking to me about your journey, about all the work you've been doing as an anti-aging warrior coach. I look forward to talking to you 10 years from now, when you'll be hey, looking younger I'm than you are today. Thank you again, and good luck. You have a great day.
or night, whichever way it is. And thank you so much for having me. Thank you. Thank you for listening to the brand called You Videocast and Podcast, a platform that brings you knowledge, experience, and wisdom of hundreds of successful individuals from around the world. Do visit our website www.tbcy.in to watch and listen to the stories of many more individuals. You can also follow us on YouTube, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Just search for the brand called You.